Chapter 1 I'm a man of great good fortune. Waking up to the warmth of Drew Conrad, beneath our rough blanket his big body is nestled against me, his bandaged back pressed against my bare chest. What would my fellow rebel soldiers say were they to see me now, with a Union soldier curled up in my arms? Both Drew and I are mighty lucky to have survived this war so far, and the love we've found together has been God-sent. He's my Achilles, and I'm his Patroclus, though neither of us feels like a Greek hero after all we've been through. We're worn down to the bone, as if running from both the invading Union and my own beloved Confederacy has aged us by decades. In war, as in life, nothing is simple. I can't hate all Yankees, for Drew is one. I can't admire all Southerners, for I well remember the cruelties my company mates inflicted on Drew during his time as a prisoner of war. And I can't rest like an old man in this barn loft any longer, because I must lead Drew home to safety. I rub my eyes. Gray light. It's barely dawn. My wounds ache. My belly growls. I'm desperately in need of a few more hours rest. What disturbed my sleep? Are foes near? Careful not to disturb my yank, I roll onto my back, grab my jacket, pull spectacles from my pocket and slip them on. Loft haze heaped about us. Above are webby rafters, the roof sounding under a mid-March shower. Yesterday we'd hoped to get to Eagle Rock by nightfall, but the deluge drove us to take shelter inside this abandoned barn. Last night we fell asleep to rain's soothing sound. This morning it continues a steady drizzle. Another cold, wet day in the Virginia mountains. Another day closer to home. Another day closer, God willing, to this terrible war's end. I'm groggy, ready to slip back into sleep when there's a sudden rustling very close. I start, now wide awake. Soldiers? Blue coats or gray coats, they're all potential enemies. I ease my pistol from my hip holster, push the blanket off and sit up. My bare-chested yank is snoring softly. I crawl over to the loft's edge, where I have a good view of the barn's floor. Nothing but straw, empty stalls, and old horse dung. I stagger to my feet, thighs shaky after the steep climb up Purgatory Mountain day before yesterday, and yesterday's rough walk along the James River. I make a circuit of the loft peering through gaps between the boards. Nothing outside but a foggy, weed-choked barnyard. That rustling again, and a soft whirr behind me. I turn, pointing my pistol, only to see in the rafters a pair of morning doves, one's preening the other. Chuckling with relief, I holster my pistol and return to my snoring lover. He grunts and sighs as I slip back under the blanket. 
Beneath the bandana knotted around his neck, he's still wearing the slave collar I locked on him the day he was captured. Once, it signified his status as a prisoner of war. Now it signifies our mutual bond. For long moments, nestled against him, I stroke his shaggy golden hair and study his broad, bandaged back. Three times my uncle beat him, with belt or bullwhip, during those miserable weeks that Drew was the captive of our ragtag rebel band. And George, that ferret-faced bastard, stealing Drew's trousers and boots, cutting an X into his back, blacking his eyes, gleefully administering that fourth and final whipping.